Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Kroger Tender Ray Beef. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. K is for Kroger. C is for Cut. B is for Beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And the reason is this. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Mind you, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, which means more meat for your money. And it's top U.S. government grades of beef. It's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Yes, in Kroger cut beef, you get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, take a specific cut of beef, say a Kroger cut chuck roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat. That means you get a better value because you get more solid meat, only a minimum of bone. Yes, you receive more meat, less waste, whether you buy a steak or roast. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Get Kroger Cut Beef. It gives you more meat for your money. And now, Hearts in Harmony. The scene is the same, but the circumstances of the life of Penny Gibbs are vastly different these days. Her stepfather, Jed, is ill, confined to a wheelchair and the whole pace of the household has been slowed. It's late afternoon, and Penny's mother, Grace, enters the living room. Oh, Penny, I didn't know you were alone. Hello, Mother. I thought there was talking in here. Or am I hearing things? (laughs) No, darling, Barry Carlton was here. He'll be back in a minute. Oh. Uh, Nora took him upstairs to join the baby. I see. (laughs) Well, didn't you hear him go upstairs? Well, no, I was in Jed's room, and the door was closed. Oh, I'm exhausted. I'm going to sit down a while. Yeah, I think you should. How's Jed? Oh, fine. I'm going to let him come downstairs in a minute. Mm. Look, um, will it be difficult to get him down the steps? Well, little. Um, he should really stay upstairs, but he's so anxious to get down, I can't refuse oh, him. Darling. Well, Barry's here, and he'll be able to help, and Freddie will be home in a minute. Well, I, I think with your friend's help that we'll manage that. Mm-hmm, I suppose we will. Oh, you know, darling, maybe we should make some arrangement to let Jed sleep downstairs. <laughs> I don't know where you'd put him, Penny. Put him in the sunroom. Oh, but you don't want to make a sick room out of it, Now, nonsense. It'd be so much better for him, and then he could be downstairs all the time. Well, we'll talk about it. Maybe for a while, until Jed and I move into our own house. Mother, you are not moving into your own house. That place is much too big for just two of you. Anyway, darling, Jed's much too sick. But, Penny, it's such an imposition for us to stay here. It's upset the whole house. No, it hasn't. Having you and Jed here hasn't made a bit of difference. But I know it has, Penny. 
You may not realize it, dear, but everything in the house revolves around Jed. You're making every possible concession for him, changing meal times, keeping the house quiet when he's sleeping, and he's extra work for Nora. She has enough to do taking care of the baby. Now, you listen to me a minute. Jed isn't any burden to Nora, she'd say so. And I won't let Jed be a burden to her if I think he's becoming one. Look, that wouldn't be fair to Nora. No, you'll take the burden on yourself. And that's wrong, too. I want to do all I can for him. Don't you think he's my responsibility, Penny? He's our responsibility. Oh, no, dear. He's entirely mine. That's why I think we should open our house again and move over there. Then I'd know we weren't upsetting your life and home. How could you manage your house and jet at the same time? Well, I can't. I realize that. I'll get a girl in to help with the house and prepare the meals, and then I can spend my full time with Jed. Mother, that'd be expensive, and there's no need of spending money when you don't have to. Jed's illness alone's going to cost a great deal if it hasn't already. Well, it has been rather expensive. Jed's had to give up all ideas of working. Well, you see, it's a much wiser thing to stay here from every angle. It'll be less costly and much more convenient. Now, we'll move Jed downstairs. Look, honey, he'll be very comfortable in the sunroom. Well, I know, And but... when spring comes, Jed will have the most delightful spot in the house. And just where will you entertain your friends? Oh, I'm afraid entertaining friends will have to be out for a while. Don't you see, Penny? That's just what I'm driving at. Having Jed here is upsetting everything for you. No, it isn't. The few people who come to see me will understand. They all know Jed and want him to get well as much as you and I do. Look, honey, they'll be willing to make a few sacrifices for him. Besides, I'm going to be very busy with Mrs. Carlton for the next few months. Oh, you're going to keep on working for her, are you? <laughs> yes, I am. Well, I certainly hope the work isn't going to be as strange and strenuous as it was. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's little more than secretarial work now. Taking care of Mrs. Carlton's correspondence. Looking after her private affairs. Well, I hope that's all it is. Johnny told me all about your fantastic search for Miss Carlton's son, and I wouldn't cherish the thought of your going through anything like that again. No, I don't think I will again, darling. And anyway, looking for Barry wasn't so bad now that I look back on it. It had its upsetting moments, but all in all, it was an interesting adventure. Well, be a little less adventurous from now on, will you, dear? I don't want any more gray hair than I have already. <laughs> oh, you're holding out pretty well. I am not. You should see the gray underneath. Now, the gray you have looks lovely. It makes you look distinguished. <laughs> That's a usual salve for people who start to get gray. I try to tell myself the same thing, but I know it's only a sign <laughs> that I'm growing old. Oh, you're anything but old, Mother. I know how many years I've lived. I know what my age will be on my next birthday. I know I'm getting old. Now, that is the second silliest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> Madam, you're getting older, but you are not old. Well, we're arguing terms now. The fact remains, I'm not 16, and I'll never be 16. <laughs> but I'm not unhappy about it. Oh, I hope you're not, because I'm getting older, too. And I'll want someone to console me when I begin to think too much about it. Darling, you were 16 only a short time ago. Oh, I was, hmm? Well, count the years since I was 16. Why, it's just a few years mm -hmm. since you... Mm-hmm. Oh, good <laughs> heavens, it's nearly <laughs> 10. <laughs> Oh, my, you're very much a grown woman, aren't you? Oh, I must be. 
I look on Nora Williams as practically a child. And she's 17, isn't she? Almost 18, I think. And she comes to me for advice. Well, you're an older woman in her eyes. Oh, it doesn't bother me because she wants advice from me. What does disturb me is that I can give it to her. <laughs> I know what you I mean. Know. Oh, here's Barry. Oh, you haven't met him, have you, darling? No, I haven't. Oh, say, that's some baby you have up there, Penny. I was... Oh, you alone. Oh, Barry, this is my mother, Mrs. Billings. How do you do, Mrs. Billings? How do you do? I won't say I've heard a lot about you because I haven't. Well, I can say I've heard a lot about you because I have. Oh, that's bad. I thought I might start off having you like me. Well, I like what I've heard about you. Well, good, good, Mrs. Billings. Uh, but you haven't heard the truth. I like your little granddaughter. Well, she's a precious baby, isn't she? Yes, and pretty, too. Looks like her Aunt Penny. Oh, hey. <laughs> Let's give her a better start in life than that. And don't you call me Aunt Penny. It makes me feel ancient. Well, I hope I know you when you're ancient. Say, I'm not breaking into a family discussion, am I? No, Barry. We were just waiting for you to join us. Well, I'm not holding up anything hanging around like this. Oh, we don't stand on ceremony in this house, Mr. Carlton. If we have something to do and have a visitor, we usually put our guests to work, too. Well, when you have work to do, let me know. I'll suddenly remember a previous appointment. <laughs> Barry's like a lot of people we know, Mother. He says he's afraid of work, but he really isn't. Oh, no, no, I'm not afraid of work, Penny. How can I be? I've never worked. <laughs> oh, you're joking, Mr. Carl. No, I'm serious, Mrs. Billings. I've never had to work. I guess that's what's wrong with me. No, but you're going to work. I know that. Oh, I am, Penny. Mm -hmm. When? One of these days. Well, will you warn me ahead of time? I'll stay in bed that day. <laughs> oh, no, I know you're joking, Mr. Carlton. I don't know why you say that, Mrs. Billings. I have two reasons for not working. One, I don't have to. And two, I don't see why I should take a job away from someone who might really need it. Ooh, well, that's a noble thought, Barry, but in Rossville, there are plenty of jobs for everybody. Well, then... Why are some people in town out of work? Because some people in town don't want to work. Mm, that thrust was aimed at me, wasn't it? Oh, no, it wasn't. Believe me. Oh. I was referring to people who need work and still won't take a job. Well, well maybe they feel about work the way I do. It, it's something you can do without and still survive if you have the ingenuity. Oh, no. I, I don't follow that. Good. I'm glad you don't, Penny, because it's an unhealthy philosophy. I wish I could get rid of it myself. You know, to tell you the truth... Oh, I... that's the doorbell. That must be Dr. Well, want me to answer it, Penny? Uh, no, darling, I'll get it. Lovely daughter you have, Mr. Well, I think... Oh, just a minute, job. just a minute, just a minute. Oh, Hiya, Penny. Oh, hello, Johnny. Uh, how's Jed this afternoon? Oh, he's fine. He had a long sleep today. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that, though. Oh, you have company? <laughs> yeah, it's just Barry Carlton, though. Oh. Uh, we were just talking about jobs. Barry thinks... Work is only for people who like it. <laughs> well, I think he's right. <laughs> well, hello, Mrs. Billings. Hello, Johnny. Hello, Barry. Hi there, hi, Johnny. Hope you don't mind if I'm camping on your grounds. My grounds? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I wish I did have an exclusive oh. here, but um, you, uh, you are sitting in my favorite chair. What? Oh, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, no, no, no. Keep your seat, Barry. I was only kidding. But uh, you've given me a good excuse to sit on the sofa next to Penny. Oh, so now you need excuses, do you? Well, I need something to break me of the habit of sitting in that chair over there while you look so comfortable here. Uh, Barry, maybe you're it. Well, I'm, I'm mighty glad to be of use to somebody. Maybe I've found a mission in life after all. Say, is it really five o'clock? Mm, I, I have ten after. 
I've got to get out of here. Mother's having a tea at 4.30, and I promised I'd be there. Well, you run backwards. Maybe you'll get there on time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Mother expects me to be late for things. I always am. Oh, no. Do you really have to go? Yes, yes. I should have gone an hour ago, Penny. Now, I'd better run. Well, mighty glad to have met you, Mrs. Billings. Well, hope I see you again. You will soon. <laughs> Johnny, so long. So long, Barry. Oh, uh, come on, Barry. I'll take you to the door. No, no, it isn't necessary, Penny. Maybe, maybe I can't find myself in this world, but I can find doors without much difficulty. Thank you for putting up with me all afternoon. Well, it was nice having you. Oh, say hello to your mother for uh-huh. me and tell her I'll see you Monday. Okay, I'll tell her, if I can remember. All right. Bye. Bye. Say, I, I hope I wasn't the reason he left. I, w- I wasn't, was I? No, you weren't, were you? Well, I'm not so sure. Oh, John. Oh, he seems like an awfully nice person, Penny. Yes, yes, he does. Um, doesn't seem very happy, though. Well, Johnny Keith, you know why, don't you? Hmm? You know that he's had an awfully hard time of it. No, I guess he has, poor guy. Oh, by the way, is there any chance of seeing Jed? Why, yes, you can go up and see if he... Oh, uh, uh, but don't talk business with him, please. Oh, no, don't worry, I won't. I, I don't like talking shop outside the office myself. Uh-huh. I, I won't stay with him oh, too long. Oh, Johnny, huh? don't let Jed talk you into staying, because that's what you have to be careful of. Oh, he could never talk me into anything. <laughs> My Johnny looks well, doesn't he, Penny? Yeah, sure does. Oh, he, he's working hard. I guess it agrees with him. Must. I like your friend, Mr. Carlton, Penny. Barry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is nice, isn't he? And very interested in oh, you. Mother, what can he possibly see in me? A great deal, Penny. I know I sometimes jump to conclusions, but I really think Barry Carton is extremely interested in you. Is Penny's mother right? Is wealthy Barry Carton interested in Penny and destined to be an important influence in her life? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. K-C-B. K-C-B. K-C-B means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. That's right. Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. For example, if porterhouse steak is your favorite, you'll find that at Kroger's you don't pay steak price for stringy ends and waste. The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long, stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. But see for yourself by visiting your Kroger store. Notice that you get more meat, less waste, and it's top U.S. government grades of beef. Beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Yes, everybody's happy when you go to your neighborhood Kroger store for Kroger cut beef. Your family loves the deliciousness, the juicy flavor of Kroger beef. You love the way it cooks up so perfectly. And your pocketbook loves the fact that Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Get some without delay. Get Kroger cut beef. And get more meat, less waste at your neighborhood Kroger store. Be sure to listen in tomorrow, same time, same station, for another absorbing transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. 